We'll read Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, 1 to 4. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, for who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. You have not yet resisted unto blood, stubborn against sin. Numbers 21, 4 to 9. Numbers 21. Numbers 21. I believe that's what you call it here. We'll read from 4 to 9. And they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom. And the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. Mark that word there. And the people spake against, Moses, against God and against Moses. Wherefore have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water. And our soul loyed this light bread. The Lord sent fairy serpent among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpent from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make a fairy serpent and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is beaten, when he looketh up upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if the serpent had beaten any man, when he behold the serpent of brass, he live. Father, we thank you. Thank you because heaven and earth shall pass away. A jot of your word would never. Let your word today prevail in our lives. Let your word heal. Let your word strengthen. Let your word encourage. Let your word bless every soul here. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Be seated and God bless you. I titled this message this morning as Look Up. Look Up. We always look at things we are seeing with our eyes. When we have a problem, we look at the problem 
When we're going through one way or the other, we look at things we're going through. But this morning, the Bible says, the time has come for the church to start to look up. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, look up. The Bible says so clean and clear that the just shall live by faith, not by sight. We don't look at the circumstances. We look at God that can do things and create things where there was nothing. We trust in God that can change any situation. Look unto God that can make nobody to become somebody. The God that makes a way where there is no way. The Bible made it so clear. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. We walk by trusting God, believing God, serving God, knowing that the God we serve is not a man. He said, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Nothing. The children of Israel came to a point in their lives because a lot of things has happened to them. You know, as Christians, sometimes we go through circumstances, we go through problems of life, and it looks like God is dead. But God is not dead. The God we serve is alive. And because he lives, you shall live also. The Bible says here, from the journey, the process of the journey to the promised land, and the soul of the people was much discouraged by the cause of the way. Their soul was discouraged because of the what? The way. Likewise, today, many of us, our souls are discouraged because of the way. Things are happening, sickness, disease, problems, trials, one thing or the other, we face every day. And sometimes our souls are discouraged. I know there's no one here, his soul has never been discouraged. My own has been discouraged. But one thing I know, that when it comes to the time my soul will be discouraged, I look up. I say, I do what? I look up. They, their soul was so discouraged because of the way. And they started to murmur and started to complain and started to blame God. God, why? Where are you? Moses, you brought us out from Egypt. We could have been there. 
enjoying ourselves. They forgot too that in Egypt, they were sick. They have problems. They have a lot of things they were going through. Because a man that is born of a woman have a few days with every kind of trouble. How many of you here are born of a woman? Let me see your hand. If you are born of a woman, let me see your hand. You are born of a woman? You have trouble. Every man that is born of a woman has a problem. Unless you are not born of a woman. Even you are a woman, you came out from a woman too. So women are born of women. Men are born of women. And the Bible says we all have what? Problems. I have my own, you have yours. But the most important thing is we have to start to learn how to look up. And the serpent came and started biting them. And they started crying to Moses. Because of murmuring and grumbling. No matter whatever you're going through, never you blame God. I said, never you blame God. Instead of blaming God, look unto him. Because he's the only one that can save. He's the only one that can deliver. He's the only one that can heal. He's the only one, the Bible says, the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. Don't allow anything to remove your eyes from him. And the Bible says they cried to Moses. And Moses went to God. And God told him to make a brazen serpent. That whosoever that will look unto that brazen serpent shall be healed. It's not easy for them to look up. But the Bible says as many of them that looked up, they leave. They were healed. They were delivered. Why? Because they looked up. And the Bible said the same with Jesus. As Moses lifted up serpent in the wilderness, so the Son of God is lifted up. That whosoever that will believe on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Can you like start to look unto him? Salvation, look unto him. Deliverance, look unto him. Healing, look unto him. No matter what, he's the source of our life. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. The Bible says that they looked up and they were healed. They were healed. They were made whole. The only thing they have to do was to look up. The only thing they have to do was to look up. Look up on what he did for you. Jesus paid a full redemptive price. He paid all. 
That's why on the cross of Calvary, he said, it is what? Finished. And when he says it's finished, it is what? Finished. There's nothing again you can add to that than to believe. You can't add anything than to believe. He said, it is finished. And that was the end of the powers of darkness of our lives. He destroyed the works of darkness. The Bible says, when it comes to our sins, he was not seen. He was not a sinner, but he was not seen. He took all our sins. And we were made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. In the book of Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 21. He was made sin. I want you to see kind of love. We are loved by our Father. He could you no sin. He never committed any sin. But because of you and I, he was made sin. Because of you and I, he was made sin. So that you be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Not your own righteousness. Because all our righteousness is like filter rock in the sight of God. We are not standing on our own righteousness. We stand on his righteousness. Because God has made Christ unto me righteousness. Can you tell someone say I'm righteous? Can you? You know why you cannot touch somebody and say you are righteous? Because you are looking at your own righteousness. <laughs> because when you look at yourself, you will never say you are righteous. Are you still here? I say, when you look at yourself, you will never say you are righteous. But when you look at him, you can say you are righteous. Oh, man. <laughs> I say, when you look at yourself, you can't say you are what? You are righteous. But when you look at him, you can say you are righteous. God made Christ to be our righteousness. He is Hakaboshata. What I don't merit, He gave it to me free. He gave me salvation free. Because of what Jesus did on the cross. Of Calvary. Not what I did. Oh, the only thing I did was to believe him. To look unto him and receive him as my Lord and my Savior. And he changed my life. God's Bible says if any man is in Christ, not in church. You can be in the church but you are not saved. If any man is in Christ, it's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. 
You can be in the church for donkey years, but not yet saved. Because you refuse to look unto him. Bible says, looking unto Jesus. The author. That's the manufacturer. And the finisher. He started, he finished. Of our word, faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. When we got born again, God put in faith in us. Every one of us that are born again, you have a measure of faith in you. You have a measure. There's a drop of faith in your heart that can make you to believe God anytime, anywhere. You can say, I don't have faith. You have faith. Because he gave you a country book of Romans that every one of us have a measure. I have faith. I have faith. I say, I have faith. You have faith. Because without that faith, there's no way you can please God. You can't please him. You can't please him. He took care of our sins and declared us righteous. The Bible says in the book of 1 Peter chapter 2, he bore our sickness. He took our disease. By his stripes, we were healed. So when sickness comes, when the doctor says you have a cancer, don't look at the cancer, look at Jesus. You don't need to look at the cancer because more you look at the cancer, cancer will kill you. Look unto him that took your infirmities. The one that bore your disease. Look unto him. Look unto him. When you sin against God, look unto him. him. Nobody is faithful to forgive you. All of them would like to kill you and talk more about you. He have done this. He have done the other one. But our Heavenly Father forgives you. Cleanses you from all your sins. He took our infirmities. He took our disease. He took it on his own body. The body was broken. That's why Isaiah 53 said, Who believe our report? To whom is the arm of God revealed to? By himself took our infirmities and bore all our disease. When you are sick, don't look at your sickness. No matter what the doctors call it. Because when you look at what the doctor calls it, you will die before your time. They may tell you a sickness, you know, their language is so terrible. And then you, you say, I have a kidney. I have a heart. I have a neck. I have this. You have that. You don't have nothing. He said, my sickness is not your sickness. You don't have any sickness. He said, my disease is not your disease. Because he took it. He bore it. He carried it. If you believe in him, healing comes from him. That's why the Bible says he sent forth his word and his word he led them. 
Believe him. Believe him. Look unto him. Look unto what he did for you on Calvary. He took all our disease. Not some. That's why Jesus went about doing good. The Bible says, and he let all manner, all manner, you know what it means? All kind of sickness. All kinds of diseases. There's no sickness he cannot heal. There's no disease he cannot heal. He healed all manner. You know why Bible puts it so that it's not saying he can't heal this. Oh, he can't heal the other one. Oh, the other one is not possible for him to heal. He healed all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Even the one the doctor says you cannot be healed, he healed them. That's why a man that was sick for 48 years, Jesus met him at the pool and said to him, would I be made whole? And the man started giving excuse. I have nobody. Nobody can help me. I have no man. I have no uncle. I have no nephew. I have nobody can help me. But remember, simple question. Would I be made whole? That's the question to him. The question was what? Would I be made whole? Why all this long talk? I have no man. Nobody can do that for me. I have tried. In fact, somebody I prayed. I have no man. And just okay. I'm the man. As long as you have no man, I am the man. Take up your bed and go. The man took his bed. As he was going, they said, Stop there. Today is Sabbath. You don't need to go. Religious people, you can't go. Who made you whole? And you know what it says? The man. He have no man, but now the man that made me whole said to me, take your bed and go. You have a man by your side. Jesus, look unto him. No matter any kind of whatever sickness, look unto him. No matter any kind of disease, look unto him. No matter what the doctor says, look unto him. They can say you cannot live for ten for more two years. Look unto Jesus. I was shot by robbers. And doctor says I can't walk again. This is my left leg. I can't move it. They say it affected my artery that I can't walk. I said, I can walk. I can do what? I can walk. My wife was there. Everyone was looking at me. Is he going to survive it? Within a few days, I moved my leg. I came out from my bed. You know what my wife said? My wife said to me, hey, this is not time for fit. Stay here. They say you cannot walk well. 
say, my wife, stay there and watch how I'm going to walk. She was looking at me and came out from the bed, went to restroom, walking. And today I am walking. There's nothing. He healed all manner. All manner of sickness and all manner of disease. By his stripes, we will heal. Look unto him. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor, look unto him. Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the finisher and author of our faith. The finisher. He finished it, he originated it, and he finished it. That's why Paul said, he that begun the good work in you. He will perform it. He will bring it to pass. He started a good work in us. Not a bad work, a good one. Hallelujah for the Lord God omnipotent Renet. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah for the Lord God omnipotent Renet. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Himself. Not your pastor, himself. Himself took it so that you will be healthy and strong. Look up! Don't keep on looking down, looking at your circumstances, looking at your troubles, looking at disease, looking at problems you're going through. Look up. Because there he said it is finished. Not only your sin, not only your sickness. The Bible says in the book of Second Corinthians 8 9, he was made poor. Though he was rich, creator of heaven and earth, nothing that was created without him. He made silver, he made gold. He owns all things. The earth is of the Lord and his fullness thereof. He owns everything. But because of you and I, he was made poor. He was rich. Very, very rich. But he looked at Mordecai and said, Mordecai, I'm going to be made poor so that you will be rich. So, so that you will be what? Rich. Everyone that is born again is rich. You may not be multimillionaire, but you are rich. Don't complain. Don't mama. You are rich. 
People say people from Africa are poor. We're not poor. We're rich. As long as Christ is concerned, we are what? Rich. We don't look at the circumstances in our nation. We don't look at the circumstances of whatever we're going through. We look at him that was made poor so that I will be rich. And I tell you something, God is faithful. He knows how to take care of his own. We belongs to him. He bought us with a price. We are no more of our own. He saved us. I was walking along the road sometime here in America. I saw a beggar. I said, wow, a beggar in America? Begging money. I put my hand in my wallet, get us some money and give to the beggar. I said, in every nation, they are beggars. But when we have received Jesus, he helps us to walk. We're not lazy people. He gives us an idea how to prosper. He gives us an understanding how to walk. The Bible says God will bless the works of your hands. If you are born again, ask God to help you and give you a knowledge of one thing or the other you can be doing to get money. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I'm a preacher. This year is my 53 years of preaching. And I believe that word that said, they that preach the gospel shall live by it. I preach the gospel. I don't play with it. That's my calling. I preach it. When it is convenient and when it's not. I preach it. Because it says, if you preach the gospel, it will supply your needs. For my God shall supply all your needs according to according to what? No, according to the Central Bank of America. <laughs> according to what? His riches in glory. So we look up, not at the Central Bank of America or American Bank, or Chase Bank, or any kind of bank, we look unto him. Because the banks can dry up, but God can never dry up. <laughs> the banks can close up, but God cannot close up. He said, in a time of famine, I will satisfy your mouth with good things. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. We look at God's promises. We look at God's promises. Because all the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yea and amen. It is settled. Every promise of God is what? Settled. It is signed and stamped by God. Because none of his word will turn back void. Whatever he says will surely come to pass. That's why we preach the gospel of the kingdom. 
Because the kingdoms of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. He owns it. My father owns the world. He owns heaven. He owns the earth. He knows what to do for us. He can teach you how to make it. He said he teaches us how to prosper. And mercy is full. I cannot help you. The house. It's not a good courage. Good courage is that things so proud. When God is going with me, this is God. And I believe he's going with me. The great one, the mighty God, the creator of heaven and earth. And that's why John said, greater is he that's in you. That before thee, he will be with thee. He will not fail thee. We just want to thank you, Lord. God, I thank you for these that are standing here today at this altar for the incredible things that you've allowed to transpire within their lives, God. I thank you for blessing them. I thank you, Lord God, that they stand here as a testimony of your great ability and your power. We give your name the praise, Lord. Lord, I thank you that you're not a respecter of persons. If you did it for them, you can do it for each of these that are standing. I pray for these that are standing even right now, Lord God, that they will stand in faith, that they will get their eyes off of their problems as Bishop preached on today, and that they will turn their eyes to you. Somebody here is standing with sickness in their body, God, but I pray they get their eyes off of their sickness now and look to you. Somebody right here is standing right now with problems in their home, God, or possible problems in their marriage, Lord, or a wayward child, but let them get their eyes off of that problem and look to you even right now. Somebody, God, is staring at an astronomical bill, Lord, and don't have enough finances, Lord, don't know how they're going to make ends meet, but let them get their eyes off the problem, Lord, and let them look to you, Lord. A cattle of a thousand hills belongs to you. Lord, we know, God, if you brought these out, you can bring them out as well. We trust you, Lord. I pray, God, that you would rain down your choice blessings upon them, Lord. Make a way out of no way. Come on, church, begin to pray. Look to Jesus even right now. I pray you would open doors. I pray you would provide. I pray that you would heal sickness in their body, Lord. Lord, there is no sickness, Lord, that you cannot heal. There's not a problem that you cannot solve. Lord, you can make a way out of no way, God. I pray that you would even release testimonies in this place, God. I pray that the next time that I make this altar call, there would be more that can stand here to say that you brought them out. More that can stand here and say that you made a way. I pray that somebody else, Lord, would come through cancer, Lord, or sickness or disease or financial trouble or difficulty in their home, God. Lord, we look to you even right now. You never fail. There is no failure. There's no shortcoming in you. We love you today and we trust you in Jesus' name. Can the church say in Jesus' name? Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. See yourself coming out. Look to Jesus. See yourself healed. See God making a way. Come on, believe God. He can do it. He can do it. He can do it. He can do it. Amen. I'm going to ask you all to go back to your seat. Amen. Those of you all that stand here, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And just before we pay for the bishop, you can keep playing musicians. Amen. But I noticed that some of you all, you were standing up here. Amen. And you haven't got the Holy Ghost yet. If God did all those other things for you, don't you know he can fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost? Can somebody give me a give a witness? Amen. Right now. Come on. Just with the clapping of your hands. Amen. 
Come on, let somebody know God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Is there somebody here today that wants to be baptized in Jesus' name and have your sins washed away? Is there somebody that wants the Holy Ghost? You can come at this time. Anybody in here? I want everybody to stand with me right now and just clear your role right now. Make room for them to be able to come. Nobody getting in the way. Come on, just stand with me in faith right now. Amen. Make room for somebody to get through. Don't let them have to crawl around you. Amen. And just do a quick road check and just you right now, look down your row and ask somebody, have you repented of your sins? Have you been baptized? Have you been down in Jesus' name? Have you received the Holy Ghost? Amen. It can happen for you. Come on, Agape. It's okay. You can talk to your neighbor. Don't be afraid. Come on. This is the church that will love you to life. It's a nice way you can ask them. Amen. And sometimes all somebody needs is just somebody to take them by the hand. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Sometimes that's a long, lonely walk to the altar. But if you, can, if you take somebody by the hand, maybe they'll come with you. Amen. If anybody, anybody want to be baptized, anybody need the Holy Ghost on today? Amen. I'm going to ask Bishop Watica, as you remain standing, if you can come. And I'm going to ask a few of the elders to come and lay hands on him. We're going to ask the Lord to bless him with safe travels, to bless his ministry, to bless his family. Amen. That are here and both in there as well. Amen. Any of our elders that are here? Amen. I see him coming. Appreciate that. Amen. Thank you, Elder Kimball. Amen. Can y'all help us pray for Bishop Watica? The Lord would just bless him. Amen. And use him mightily in Nigeria, in Jesus' name. Come on, let's look to the Lord as we lay hands. In the name of Jesus, God, we look to you even right now. Father, Lord God, through many dangers, toils, and snares, you have brought this servant, Lord God, through. You have blessed his life, Lord God, these past 77 years, Lord. We thank you for another birthday that he could celebrate on today. I thank you, Lord, for the ministry, Lord God, that you have gifted him with, Lord. Lord, I pray your choice blessings upon him, and I pray for an open door, Lord, to minister your word, Lord God. I pray that you would even use him mightily, Lord, for your kingdom building, God. Grant him safe travels, Lord God, as he goes back, Lord God, to his respective place, Lord. Use him for your glory, God. I pray in Jesus' name that you would equip him with his needs, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. You know what he'll face when he go goes back home. But, Lord, I pray that he will go looking to you, Lord. Hallelujah. You can help him through every obstacle, Lord. I pray you remove all the hindrances, Lord, out of his way, Lord. Make a way for him. Strengthen his body. Strengthen his mind. Strengthen his spirit. Strengthen him in ministry and bless him and keep him and his family, Lord. Your choice blessings, we pray on him. I plead the blood of Jesus over him. Lord God, protect him in every car, in every vehicle, in every plane, Lord God. Whatever mode of transportation, Lord God, he takes, Lord. I pray, God, as his feet walk, Lord, on the ground, let the ground he walks on be blessed, Lord. Lord, let him be used of you. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give the Lord praise on today? Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord, Agape. Praise the Lord, Agape. Praise the Lord, Agape. Amen. Pass out your fans right now. Amen. We got night service on tonight. Invite somebody out on tonight. Y'all look awful good on today wearing these purple shirts. Amen. I just been, I've been in this little selfie type of mood here recently. <laughs> we are Agape. Let me just take one with y'all real quick. It look good. And now if you're in witness protection, you need to hide right now. You better hide because I'm posting everything. Amen. Come on, look good, y'all. Do it sideways so I get everybody. 
Now somebody here, you ought to just take your phone out one more time. Amen. Take it out one more time. Do it again. Do it again. Amen. Amen. Take your picture. Give them some walking music. This is a blessed church. This is a blessed church. Publicize it. Let somebody know this is a blessed church. Come on in here, amen, and be safe. Invite somebody to church. You better get over here, amen, to Agape. God's doing incredible things. This is a blessed church, amen. Somebody, God bless you all. Amen. Come back on tonight at 630. Make sure you publicize this. We have a church over here. God is doing great things at Agape Apostolic Faith Assembly. He's not done blessing us. God bless you. Hope you come back on tonight at 630 in Jesus' name. Amen. Glad that I'm saved.